Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brain Functionality Podcast with, of course, your host, Altex, and we're back again with another episode, yet again. It's been quite a while. I'm very inconsistent with any of my content creation, whether it be streaming, podcast recording, YouTube videos, whatever may have you. But enough about that. Let's get straight into the topic, as you can see in the title. So we're here to talk about the Arizona Coyotes, uh, my experience at the Mullet Arena, such and such. But um, that's pretty much what this is. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while since one of the more recent episodes um, in like its own separate thing. So let's just go ahead and get straight into it. So um, for any of you that don't know, the Arizona Coyotes, they're a professional hockey team in the state of Arizona. Um, they've been around since 1996, um, so they've been around for about 26, 27 years, roughly. Um, you do the math. Preferably not me. <laughs> but um, they have been at the face of some quote-unquote controversy, what most people would call it, I wouldn't, about especially the current state the franchise is in. Um, they're currently playing in a 5,000-seat arena Um that's also mainly hosted for the Arizona State Sun Devils hockey team. So the yeah, so like they're sharing an arena with the college hockey team essentially for the next three seasons. While the current negotiations with the city of Tempe are being negotiated to build an entertainment and arena district, like an arena and entertainment district. So like there would be the arena for the Coyotes, and there would be like shops, restaurants, hotels, apartments, all kinds of stuff. And obviously, ever since the Coyotes first became a franchise, they have been what some people call the laughingstock in the NHL because it's like they haven't had as much success as other teams. They've never won a cup. They've never been to the Stanley Cup final before. Among many other things, they've had or they've had issues with ownership, other stuff as well, like controversy with picking certain different players and draft picks. But we won't get. Too much into that. Fuck you, Mitch Miller. Anyways, so... Well, yes... And it does suck. It's not the best situation the Coyotes could be in. No. But with the current things in place for the future, many years to come, they have such a bright future ahead of them. And I believe that 100% every step of the way. Especially because... Um, for most of you, you should already know that I am a St. Louis Blues and an Arizona Coyotes fan. I started out as a Blues fan. The Coyotes came second. So I do have a bit of perspective, a bit of a better perspective on the Coyotes' future, mainly because of Bill Armstrong. Bill Armstrong is the current general manager of the Arizona Coyotes and used to be the former assistant general manager for the St. Louis Blues behind Doug Armstrong, who is now and currently the general manager for the St. Louis Blues. So the experience Bill Armstrong himself has had from being a player on the ice to being a coach, a scout, like he has had every step in the level of like peewee to pro league hockey, whether it being a player, a front office, a member, scout, doesn't matter. So it's like he knows what it takes to win. He knows what it takes to lose. Um, he knows how to build a championship roster and that's where my sort of positive mindset goes into this takes place because it's like considering he knows what it takes to build a championship roster and what the process is 
I fully believe what he's doing 100%. Obviously, when he first started as the GM of the Coyotes, speaking of Bill specifically, um, it, like even then, right from the beginning, when they announced him at, I believe, 2020, that he was the new GM of the Coyotes, I, I'm like, you know what? He knows how to build a, ro a championship roster. I believe this 100%. I will say, at first, a couple of the first trades that he was making as a general manager, I was definitely turning my head slightly just for this time being, but I'm like, it's for the future. I get what he's doing. Um, most, the two trades for that point, I would um, like suggest is like when he traded Christian Dvorak to the Montreal Canadiens or like trading Darcy Kemper, the goalie, to the Colorado Avalanche who just won the Stanley Cup in the 2021-2022 season. And then now he's off in Washington for the next five years. So while I may be like, oh, why'd you do that? I'm still like, it's for... A rebuild that I fully entrust and I just know there's such a bright future ahead of them and especially you know as a younger person I'm only 22 years old you know especially like I shouldn't really get so hot-headed over things people say in person or on the internet whatever but especially because so many people are using the same false and loosely spun narratives about the team that are completely not true for one um the same deadbeat jokes over and over about how oh they can't fill a college arena which is not that's impossible not to fill it for one and whatever like oh i really can't think of much because it's like there's just so much like to give examples for but you get my point um hold on getting a drink here Anyways, but yeah, it's like, I hear the same deadbeat jokes online and in person about, like, these false spun narratives or whatever, and it's like, most of it's just not true, like, the whole, oh, they're playing in a college arena, they're not going to be able to fill that, how? When the lowest average attendance over, like, the past, like, at least three seasons was at least, like, just under 10,000, and that was for Buffalo and Ottawa, and that was even before the COVID-19 outbreak happened in Canada and the United States. Just bringing that point across. And what I'll bring back to it is, I meant, like I mentioned, um, the Coyotes are only playing in Mullet Arena, which is 5,000 seats for the next, just for the next three seasons. Well, yes, again, it is an unfortunate situation. It's the best situation they had. And... It's... Wow, I kind of lost my train of thought there. But yeah, the point... I Like, you're going to hear me repeat myself a lot in this. I will say that. Especially because it's like... I'm talking a little bit too ahead of myself, I will admit. So, the point being is... Like, them people are like... Oh, they're playing in a college arena. They can't fill it. That's not... A, that's literally impossible not to fill it... Unless, like, they play way out to where no one can travel. And like I, my, the point I said earlier, which I'll bring it back up again, is like the lowest average attendance um, was like just under 10,000. That was for Buffalo and Ottawa, right? That was even before COVID-19 broke out in the U.S. and Canada. So the fact that even with those numbers in place and even now, um, thinking that the Coyotes can't fill a college arena makes no sense and it never will. And the point of, like, yes, 
like even at such a young age like people like me may get hot-headed and it's like i see all these points online and like oh they need to relocate to houston and quebec and any of this other shit like i don't know and it's like they'll be like oh like they need to relocate to like houston or quebec city or whatsoever well if and it's like well if you want it to happen make it happen fund the money yourself then like if you're gonna talk shit put your money where your mouth is motherfucker that's what that's how i put it it's just like i really shouldn't give a shit but i do because i love this team so much and especially it's like i just i just know and i can feel that they have such a bright future ahead of them and they have the tempe arena and entertainment district vote on may 16th and then they have the draft just a f the nhl um lottery draft lottery just a few days prior to that so we'll see where the coyotes get a lottery pick in the draft and i'll explain a little bit more about that but maybe they'll have a chance at a top pick hopefully fingers crossed but again we'll talk about that in a second so mainly like it's just and i've gotten into a few like chirpy like heated debates and i guess quote like quote unquote again arguments so to speak about like oh they need to move to there or, like what this is embarrassing and it's like why do you care so much it doesn't affect you directly for one two it's not even a team that you root for and three like if they were meant to not play in arizona one they would have never moved away from winnipeg back in 1996 two if it were to happen to either of those two cities that everyone always brings up, it would have already happened. And it's, that's pretty much it to that. And I'm just, I'm sick and tired of all these dead and false narratives about the team in the past and in the future, like the present with what the situation goes on. Because no, people that talk shit like that only listen to the sources that are spinning those dead narratives that are not even true and especially like with the whole tempe um entertainment district thing the ted as they nicknamed it um and this is the facts this is the truth you can look this up on tempe wins just google it i believe they have a website for it i'll probably link it in the description i can find something but with the tempe arena and entertainment district for the coyotes that includes the coyotes home arena restaurants um shopping centers um apartments hotels etc etc all of this is going to be 100 privately funded by alex morello the coyotes team owner and it's only going to bring in many job opportunities it's going to bring in tons of revenue for the city for one and like there's only positive to this and there is a another like kind of campaign company called tempe first that is essentially trying to boycott this whole thing and they are like saying all these lies and f like false like false truths is i guess the best way to put it it's like there's lying and spewing all this bullshit about like oh he's doing it as writing off his tax break and all this other bullshit and it's like tempe wins that ones that are pushing to help 
the Tempe City voters vote on Propositions 301, 302, and 303. They had to send Tempe first a cease and desist letter because of how negative and the like lies they're spewing out everywhere with any false info. And especially when Tempe first is posting these like pictures of like people rallying in the city of Tempe being like, say no to the coyotes. There's like 15 to 20 people. So it's like, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid. I'll be honest. And especially if you're a Coyotes fan, listen to this. I'm sure you'll 1000% agree with what I have to say. And that's just like the whole, just that it's like, I'm just, I'm sick and tired of these dead and false narratives. Yes. The team has had issues with success in the past. Yes. They have also had issues with ownership. Yes. They've had it issues with staying consistent correct and they've had issues with attendance issues which another point i'll bring up to that or there's two i just thought of is people are like oh they couldn't even fill up their arena in glendale why because it was out of the way for everybody that lived in the state of arizona and that's another reason why people are like there's more fans of the opponent te the away team in glendale than there is for the coyotes and it's like yeah because most people that are in the Glendale area going to a Coyotes home game are people that are visiting. And the the issue with getting out to Glendale, especially if you live in Arizona, to go to a Coyotes home game when they were at that arena for, I think, 18 or 19 years or whatever it was, um, it takes most, on average, it takes an hour to get out there and about at least an hour to an hour and a half to get out of the fucking parking lot to get back home. I used to live in Arizona, so I can vouch for that. Um, and especially the one game I went to in Glendale back in 2017, it took way too long to get out of that parking lot because it's just, traffic is awful. It was a bad situation. And since they announced the temporary college arena, 5,000 seats, a mullet arena, everyone in the the city in the state of Arizona was like, thank God we don't have to drive to Glendale. And everyone's like, oh, it's so much easier to drive there. I can go to more games. And so there's that. And the other thing is another narrative that people like to loosely like spin into a false truth about the Coyote situation is like, oh, they got kicked out of the Glendale. They weren't paying their bills, so they locked them out. No. They had issues the whole not paying their bills on time was a thing with previous ownership that didn't give a shit for one. And the other thing is they tried offering the Coyotes a, like, it was like a 10 to 15 year lease extension at Gila River Arena, now known as Diamond Desert Arena or some shit. Yeah, so they offer the Coyotes like a 10 to 15 year lease extension so they could just keep playing there. And the Coyotes did not want to do that. They already wanted to move out and move out to Tempe anyway. And so essentially the city of Glendale was like, you know what, fine, you don't want to stay with us longer, we're going to lock you out. And so that was just a whole fucking disaster. But, and so in terms, if you want to learn more about the situation with the Coyotes currently with playing in Mold Arena, the situation with um, the Tempe Entertainment and Arena District, like voting anything like that um definitely check out tempe wins i believe it is um check out phnx sports shout out to them um phnx the coyote shows um they have a lot of like good direct truths 
and the facts about the situation that's going on and what's going to be going on for the future and what how they feel it's going to work best which i agree with them on that so definitely check out phnx coyotes and i believe tempe wins is what it's called i'm going to google that while i'm on here just to make sure i got that right Yep, all right, yep. Yeah, Tempe wins. Um, you can find them on Twitter, but yeah, and also, but yeah, especially PHNX Coyotes, they're a um, kind of a, like, second-hand, like a media source for Coyotes hockey, and they do a lot of good stuff on there, so definitely shout-out to them. But pretty much enough of ranting about people complaining about the Coyotes. Um, let's get on to the Mullet Arena experience, or the Mullet Magic, if you will. So, most of you already know, I do live in the state of Missouri, but um, back in October of 2022, I flew out to Arizona with my mom to visit my grandparents and see some other family, and that was really fun. But one of the two, like, of the key highlights of that, um, I actually went to my first Phoenix Suns game. That was cool. Um, really great experience. They won that game, and they wore the 90s throwback uniforms, so that was excellent. But that was just a side note, but let's get on to the main thing, so... October 28th, 2022, it was the Arizona Coyotes home opener at their new Mullet Arena home for the next three seasons. And they played the Winnipeg Jets, which kind of makes sense. There's kind of a bit of rivalry there since the Coyotes now used to be the Jets back then, and the Jets used to be the Thrashers, etc. Et but let's get into the whole experience of going to that arena, being there, and just there, there's a lot to unpack here, I will admit. It may not sound like a lot, but at least for me personally, it feels like there's a lot here. So I will say, um, getting to the arena was pretty simple. Um, I will say, I got there like, I think like three or four hours early. I'm not even kidding. Way before the game was supposed to start. So essentially what I did is I kind of stood there for a second, then I found some random person I likes outside. I and I said to them, like, hey, is there, like, any restaurants area where I can, like, sit out? I don't want to just be standing out here for several hours till I have to go inside. Like, yeah, there's a uh, Buffalo Wild Wings down the street. So I went over there, um, hung out for a bit, and, or maybe it was only, like, two to two and a half hours early. I just know it was, like, for quite a while. It was at least a couple hours. And then... Um, shout out to my buddy Premium Bagel. He was going to this game as well that night. Um, he met up with me at B Dubs, and I got to meet him for the first time. Um, chatted up with him. That was really fun. So, but yeah, shout out to Premium Bagel. So if you're listening to this, love you, man. Cheers. So I got to hang out with him, and then we essentially we just kind of waited, got some food at B Dubs, and kind of got to meet each other and kind of catch up, I guess, from us usually talking regularly on Twitch and Twitter. And then it took, then it was time to finally get, um, we exited, walked back across the street to Mullet Arena. And this was like kind of the, one of the main key highlight moments. So the Coyotes, they've been doing this for the past couple seasons, especially at the Glendale Arena. They've been doing these red carpet events. Essentially what it is, is a bunch of the players and the staff, um, they walk out on a red carpet, take selfies with fans, sign some autographs. And they had like some media people like recording stuff of them for their own socials and broadcast stuff. Really, really cool. So I got there. Obviously, 
as I just said, I got there really early, way before anything had started, so I got there on time, and right as me and my buddy Premium Bagel walked up, uh, there was like just a small little open spot for us to both squeeze into at these like metal gates that they had set up right in front of the like opening doors where some of the media people were and like security guards and so this is where like the players would walk out on the red carpet and essentially like sign autographs take selfies etc etc and they pretty much had the entire like roster that was there currently unfortunately at that time um, Nick Schmaltz wasn't there, and Jacob Chikrin, who just recently got traded to the Ottawa Senators, was not there either, as they were on injury. I believe those were the only two. So, um, they kind of started like, hey, welcome Coyotes fans, we're here for the home opener. And they kind of just went through that. And actually, there's another point. This, I believe, happened right before that whole thing started. And um, they had these people with a bunch of different drums, like some that were like one big one, a few different ones that would like hang on like their shoulders and stuff. And they were all like banging these drums, playing music and howling, and it was really cool. And um, this one guy, he had like just one big drum in front of his chest that he had like hanging on his shoulders and was like walking up to people and letting them grab one of the drumsticks and like make your own beat, essentially. One guy came up to me, the same guy that he had walked to. Like I was like standing there talking to my buddy. And I turn around, and this guy's just looking at me like, here you go. And I'm just, like, looking at him, and we're both bobbing our heads together as I'm trying to make my own beat to the music. And I'm saying to him, as I give back the drumstick after I was finished for a second, I was like, hey, um, it's my uh, 22nd birthday this weekend, and I came out all the way out from St. Louis. And he's like, whoa. So what he did is he stood back in front of all these, like, hundreds upon hundreds of people, Maybe in, I, I, God, I couldn't count how many people, there. there's so many fucking people. Um, he was like, attention everybody. This guy came all the way out from St. Louis and it's his birthday this weekend. And everyone gave a round of applause and I like put my hand up. Like I was like kind of like doing a salute thing, like fans, like hockey players to their fans or whatever. So that was really cool. But anyways, back to this red carpet event. So... That was really cool. So, like, they would bring out, like, one to two players at a time. And they'd stand up on this little, like, platform thing right next to the door that they were walking out of. And this lady would, like, talk to him, like, how are you feeling tonight about the game? How do you feel about the fans being here? And etc. Like, they would ask the typical questions. And then after that, they would walk, sign autographs. And here's what I'll say is, like, while 5,000 people may not seem a lot, especially, like, in the small, compact area, it was insane how much interaction and access i got to being like face to face and up close with these coyotes players um i for any of you that are i guess watching well you don't really see it but um i have one of the red coyote head jerseys or the howling head as i like to call it. i have one of those with my own custom name and number on it my last name bartley number 79 I have that signed by 19 different people. Like, I have signed by, like, Baird Hayton, Clayton Keller, uh, Corel Vamelka, um, Shane Gossespierre. Like, just about the entire roster, essentially. The only people that are missing on it was, like, Connor Ingram, Patrick Emmeth, Josh Brown, and Troy Stetcher, and Zach Cassian. Like, there was, like, it was about 
four to six different players that I missed because some of them, like Stetcher and Brown, they both just kind of like walked out the door and walked down the line. Like they didn't stop like completely at everybody, which is understandable, I guess. But um, I'm sure like I had my buddy standing next to me. He was getting autographs on his own jersey and I had my custom red coyote head jersey and then i had my um white kachina adidas that i like because if you didn't know they brought back the away version of the black kachina so the white kachina adidas um so that was cool so i got one of the adidas white kachinas that they had just brought back with um zach cassian on it um number 44 and the point i'll bring to that is so the reason i chose cassian for that white kachina for my first one is because right as they announced the the coyotes announced the trade with edmonton to trade like a draft pick to edmonton and in forward they got a different draft pick in zach cassian i was like you know what i'm gonna favor this guy and buy his jersey so that's exactly what i did i got a zach cassian white kachina coyote jersey so um I had brought two different jerseys, so I had brought the one for Cassian to sign specifically, then the other one I had signed by, like, people for, like, Barrett Hayton, um, Clayton Keller, Karel Vamelka, Nick Sch not Nick Schmaltz, um, Shane Gossespierre, um, Yusuf Almaki, um, Matias Michelli, Jack McBain, Dylan Gunther, gold medalist winner, by the way, all these different people, um, I also signed by Pete Blackburn, shout out to him, he works for Valley Sports, and he's a Twitch streamer, I had it signed by Howler, I had it signed by Lindsey Fry, who was, like, one of the main like lead women's hockey people in Arizona. I also had by had it signed by Javier Gutierrez, I think his name is pronounced. My apologies, sir, if I'm butchering your your name. Um, he's the president and CEO of the Coyotes. And that was actually a really cool moment. So when I had Javier sign my jersey, like Javier, can you sign my jersey? And like he, no hesitation, took my marker, signed it. And I said to him as quick as I could because I know he had such little time to interact. Like I said to him, like I came all the way out from St. Louis on my birthday this weekend. Um, I'm also a Blues fan. Like I fully trust in what this team's doing. You have such a bright future ahead of you, and I cannot wait to see what he does. And he was like, "Thank you, we appreciate that." But yeah, Javier definitely he definitely appreciated the words I had to give him on that. So that was really nice to like let him know about that. That it's like someone that's not in Arizona believes in this team. So that was really, really dope. And I'm sure the people, and keep in mind, so like, obviously there's like hundreds of people swarming this little small area. And there's a bunch of people like down the line to the left of me and to the right, getting autographs and such, getting selfies, all that. And I'm sure they were all getting tired of me, but here's the thing, it was my birthday weekend. I did not give a shit. I was taking full advantage of every opportunity I had in that situation of telling pretty much everybody that walked up to me that signed one of my jerseys like hey i came all the way out from st louis it's my birthday this weekend they're like happy birthday uh thank you appreciate it and all that and like i'm sure all these people are like can this dude shut the fuck up we get it it's your birthday and um like but i didn't care i was just so happy in the moment especially because i got so many autographs in so little time and um especially because the reason why the moment meeting Zach Cassian having signed that Waikachina I bought so special is because when I had first gotten in the mail, I posted on my Instagram account and I tagged him in it and he commented on the post, shared it on a story and liked the post. So that was really, really, really special for me. And I couldn't be more appreciative of that. So. Um, and he recognized me because like, hey, um, 
like you you may remember me you share this on my instagrams your instagram story and you like the posts and he was like yeah so i didn't really talk to him as much as i wanted to anybody else or whatever like i want to talk to him the most but in like that short little time but it, it is what it is uh so that was really dope um another cool moment from all the people i met uh lindsey fry which i just mentioned her name so she as she was signing my jersey i said the same thing to her like i came all the way out from st louis it's my birthday on sunday october 30th and the, she stopped after and was like wait that's my birthday and she like pointed at herself and then looked at me with a smile and that was really cool i'm like wait really that's awesome so that was cool so like i said i got like pretty much i missed like three to four people like meeting them so like i didn't get to meet troy stetcher um yeah, I didn't get to meet Troy Stetcher, Patrick Nemeth, Josh Brown, or Connor Ingram. Because they all kind of just walked past, so I didn't really get a chance to be like, hey, hey, hey. Like, and ask for an autograph. But the fact that I got that many, especially like the big star players like Barrett Hayton, Clayton Keller, that was... I was over the moon. I'm like, holy shit, I got Clayton Keller's autograph. And he's from St. Louis. And, I, it, and he was really appreciative of that. I'm like, hey, I came from your hometown, essentially. He was like, oh, yeah. But yeah, pretty much every player that I told, like, hey, it's my birthday this week, and they're like, oh, like, happy birthday. So, I was very, very happy about that. As you can see, I talk a lot. <clears throat> Sorry. When you talk a lot and you talk fast, you get thirsty, eh? Oh, yeah, another um, little fun moment. So, he probably didn't remember this, but... Um, so for anyone that is watching like you'll see it but for anyone that's like just listening so i'm currently wearing a coyotes black achina and this has um nick bukesat on it, number 17 and he just got traded from the coyotes to the oilers this 2022-2023 trade deadline season and you're probably thinking to yourself like well why would you buy that he just got traded or whatever so let me explain the context behind that. So when I met Nick Bukeset at the Coyotes home opener and he was signing my jersey, I was like, hey, I was thinking about, um, hold on, let me try that again. So like when Bukeset was signing my red Coyotes jersey, um, I was like, hey, I was thinking about getting you your jersey. Should I get on, on the black of the white continue? He's like, oh, really? And he didn't really hear that as a question at first because then he like slightly scooted over and was signing somebody else's jersey because I handed them a marker for him to use. And I, then I asked him again, like, so which one again? And he's like, oh, you're asking me. And he's like, oh, I like the black one. And I said, you got it. So really, this was a promise that I kept to because I asked him, like, hey, should I get your name on the black or the white kachina? And he said the black one, so that's exactly what I did. And I didn't get this in the mail until after he had gotten traded, which I'm fine with. So yeah, it sucks, but it's got a bit of a sentimental value because I got to meet him and have that little personal interaction. So that was really, really cool. But yeah, getting to meet all those players and tell them like that I came out so far to meet them really met the world to me, especially. And it's definitely furthered me as more of a passionate Coyotes fan because of how much of a bright future they have ahead of them. And really, I could not be happier to root for this team passionately and truthfully. And again, yes, I still love the Blues. I really do. Um, I've seen them win the Cup already. Who knows when that's going to happen again. So I kind of have them on the back burner for now. And like even especially once they start buzzing back up. Like I'll still be more focused than I used to. It's just 
which that may sound like fair weather being a fair weather friend, but no, it's like, yes, I still love the Blues when they lose and I still love them when they win, but the whole point about this is the Coyotes. So for any of you that may consider that fair weather or whatever bandwagoning, no, it's not in the slightest. I still love both teams equally. It's just especially I just am more focused on one than the other at the moment. So there's that. But yeah, seriously, that whole red carpet experience was amazing. Like the fact that one of the drummers like just said out loud to like everybody standing there like, oh, this guy came out all the way out from St. Louis and it's his birthday this weekend. That was cool. And then meeting all the players like Clayton Keller and Barrett Hayton. And then I got to meet Zach Cassian, who is my favorite player on the Coyotes right now. And like telling everyone like, hey, it's my birthday this weekend. And them telling me happy birthday. And then getting to talk to Javier Gutierrez about like, I believe in this team. I believe the the future they have ahead of him it's like bill knows how to build a championship roster saying that to him and giving him that message i've been wanting to give to like him or even hell even bill if i got to meet him for such a long time just it means the ap absolute world to me it truly truly does and i cannot be thankful enough for it whether he took it into account or not i know he heard me and i know he that i mean that with passion and like devotion dedication whatever what do you want to call it and um another cool moment so besides getting to meet my buddy premium bagel i got to meet a few of my other internet buddies um so i got to meet pete blackburn like i mentioned he signed my red coyote jersey fun fact that was the first ever coyote jersey he signed so pete i'm glad i could be your first on that one giggity and um shout out to pete blackburn as well love him check him out on twitch he's really cool and he also works for valley sports so you may see him on tv sometime um, I also got to meet my buddy AZ Sports Guy. Shout out to you, bud. Uh, shout out to AZ Sports Guy. He does YouTube content as well. Check him out. And um, another guy that I got to meet, um, my good friend Deke Slayer. Shout out to you, Deke. Love you to death. Another fellow Coyotes fan. So, like, I got to meet so many of these people that I've known over the past couple of years. And it's just been incredible getting to be a part of that environment especially for like such an historic evening like this like this moment from here on out like especially at the start of this hockey season 2022 to 2023 is the start of a really bright future it like it truthfully is regardless of what the coyotes record is right now and how it will end this current season i don't care like i'm so happy with the team right now and what they will turn into in the next few years especially so yeah but yeah getting to meet yeah premium bagel pete blackburn az sports guy deke slayer um i got to meet the phnx coyotes crew i got to meet five for howling um locked on coyotes podcast loyal sif um i got to meet my buddies dale moaning and all these other amazing folks um dale which i'm is unofficially officially the runner of the bill armstrong's burner account if no one knows about that if you know you know so that was really dope and the experience of just walking into that arena like so we kind of had to walk through this outside area just to get in so like we walked to the right and then there was like this the sidewalk area that we walked through to get into the arena and then just walking around looking at like these little merch pop-up shops um, I will say the only downside, which is understandable because it is like like a small arena and so, like mainly meant for college students. Um, the only downside I really had is the concession options were not very much. Like there was a few bags of candy, 
um, some bottled water and sodas and energy drinks, and they add some like pizza and that's slices of pizza, and that's pretty much it. And I think they may have had nachos too. I don't know, but yeah, um, typical stadium prices. Not as like bad as I was expecting, especially for being smaller. I figured price would be more, but um, yeah, very limited options on concessions for like food and drinks, but that's okay. But I will say. The first step I took into looking at that ice, I just got a huge rush of, like, cool air in front of my face. And I'm, like, looking around like, holy shit. Like, I was blown away at how incredible it looked. And especially, like, essentially throughout the night, especially, like, before the game started and, like, in between periods, it was essentially me, Deke Slayer, AC Sports Guy, Loyal Sift, Dale Moaning, and, like, some other people just kind of, like, in a gang pack, just walking around in circles around the arena and sometimes splitting up and then getting back together. Uh, so, that was really fun. And at one point during the night, um, considering it's a small arena, you know he could hear us. Bill Armstrong, he's up in, like, one of the fancy, like, staff suites. And here we are. We're just standing, like, kind of in the middle of the hallway, walkway. And we're just chanting, Bill, 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 Bill. Like, we're doing it like Bill Nye, the science guy. So, that was really funny. Um, but yeah, we're just all just going, Bill, 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 Bill. And it, it was fantastic. It was amazing. Um, especially that and the other thing, like the energy and the impact of as the game was going all throughout all three periods and the unfortunate loss in overtime, which while that sucked, it was just an incredible experience. Like the energy was loud in like I was figured like it was I figured it would be like loud but like it was insane like I was covering my ear at some points I'm like this is fucking nuts but I was so happy and I didn't care and especially like once they scored that first goal shout out to Christian Fisher it went fucking nuts oh my god I just I was cheering I was loud and it was awesome especially getting to watch the game with some of my like my friends like they are friends even though i just i met them first through like the internet they have become good friends of mine so yeah deke az sports guy uh premium bagel all those other amazing folks while some i don't know what i'm not connected to as much they're still fantastic amazing people and just getting to be a part of that environment was just seriously it was absolutely amazing and i couldn't be more thankful to be at that that like that was a once in a lifetime opportunity like you can i can never like take no one can ever take that away from me and especially like i'm gonna be talking about this for years to come like oh that home opener at the first season at mole arena was amazing and like the the mullet magic is real especially at games later throughout the season but yeah so the home opener against the jets the coyotes did lose three to two in overtime which it sucks it is what it is, but, like, that didn't take away the absolutely incredible experience that I had from getting to meet my internet friends or just my friends that I met online and getting to meet Coyotes players and staff and the energy at the arena and especially being at the, my birthday weekend made it so special. Like, seriously, I could not be more happy and proud to be an Arizona Coyotes fan, and that is something that will stick for life, especially after that moment. And that's pretty much it with that whole thing. I'm sure I'll bring it up 
randomly throughout some other points like in later episodes that i if i can't think of it right now i'm gonna i'm gonna end up finishing this recording and be like fuck i forgot to mention that but it is what it is um i will say a couple other really cool things that happened i think it was after like that following weekend roughly is oh yeah it was the day of my birthday so my birthday was on sunday october 30th and um the one of the really cool things is i appreciate i don't know this person's name i have no way i just a shout out to this amazing person that was taking pictures of me meeting some of the players so that was dope they were like hey i took some pictures of you meeting the players and i'm like really thank you so one of them i got a couple different ones um with Lindsay fry with like her sentiment jersey and then one of her like looking at me and pointing at herself with a smile i posted those pictures like um thank you to Lindsay fry for making my birthday amazing and ha um hope your birthday as well goes amazing and then she replied saying happy birthday to you so that was really dope and the amount of like social media interaction i got with some other coyotes folks on twitter and especially the coyotes official account that was dope but yeah overall that was the last night that i went there before i had to go back home to st louis and when i say i was incredibly happy i could not mean that any stronger it was just it was phenomenal and i seriously could not be more happy that i could that i got to do that like getting to be out there visiting family again getting to go to my first phoenix suns basketball game um arizona coyotes game that was my second arizona coyotes home game actually like i mentioned i went to one in glendale like if you like back in 2017 but that doesn't matter but it's really just about what's happening now. And especially, like, late, like, since the season has started, since that point, like, since it continued on, um, I will say the rewards that I have reaped from that, not in a greedy way or negative way, of course, all positive here, have been fantastic because I've shown up on multiple different verified and, and like, established like sports media pages through video pictures um like i've shown up on bally sports nhl um spitting chiclets while it's just like quick little clip things it still counts so i've shown up on multiple different like media pages on youtube twitter probably facebook and instagram whatever and the amount of interaction that kind of given me on twitter throughout the season whether it be through just like liking a tweet replying be like awesome or whatever may have you like it's been astounding on how much like social interaction i've gotten on primarily twitter with the coyotes has been incredible whether it's just with their official account or some players which i'll get to that point so that's been really really cool and like it's still even happening to say well like i'm this is being recorded on april 2nd 2023 and i'm still seeing myself on like tv and like social media posts to this day it's 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 fucking nuts at how much attention i've gotten from all this so to speak um but one other highlight moment from more just the season in general as a coyotes fan so obviously like i mentioned i prefer the blues and the coyotes so while the one thing that doesn't make any sense to me so the coyotes are now back in the central division the same one the st louis blues are in Yet the Coyotes only came to play the Blues in St. Louis once this entire season, which makes no sense. It should be at least two to three times a season, bare minimum. 
But I went to that one game, and I was like, you know what? It's the only time they're coming to town. I'm going out. I spent almost $900 on three all-inclusive tickets for me, my buddy Jacob, and my buddy Cody. So it came with um, all-inclusive, like, so unlimited alcohol, soda, water, food, snacks, all kinds of stuff. So, like, there was, like, burgers, um, pork, hot dogs, nachos, um, like, pasta, salad, like, and, like, a bunch of different alcohols, like, beer, wine, cocktails, and obviously sodas, like, Pepsi, other stuff, but that was really cool. And, obviously, since it was the only time the Coyotes came to town, like I said, I went all out. So, I spent a lot of money on these, uh, like, all-inclusive tickets for me and my two other friends, and I had, essentially, a whole Coyotes-themed outfit going on. And, so, pretty much everything I was wearing, except my shoes with the coyotes theme, so my pants... My shirt, my hoodie, the jersey, my hat, the mullet, the like the fake mullet I got at Mullet Arena, the home opener back in October. And I had a custom like Coyotes theme, like hockey mask. Shout out to 13X Studios for that one. And I wore all that to the game. And one of the goals, because like I mentioned, my favorite player on the Coyotes right now is Zach Cassian. And what really sealed that was, obviously, I got that jersey I posted on Instagram, and he inter he commented on that post and posted on a story and liked it. And then I met him at the home opener. He signed my, the jersey, which is the same one that I wore to that game, just um, the Coyotes in St. Louis back in February of 2023. So that's the jersey I wore to the game, obviously. So I had this whole outfit planned, and I went to that, and I made a sign saying, Hey, 44, remember me? And I had a picture of us interacting, like, of him signing my jersey at the home opener, plastered on this, like, little, like, cardboard sign. And, and I was like, would love a stick from you. Go, yo, let's go. So here I am at the warm-ups, cheering, banging on the glass, like, looking at all these people and being like, Bacelli, Valimaki, all that. And when I saw Cassian skate on this, I went ballistic. I'm like, Cassian, Cassian. He skated around a couple times and all that. And people are like seeing me with my sign, being like, hopefully you get the stick or whatever. And like people are like looking at my F and like looking dope. And I was chatting with other Coyotes fans. And then there's like these two or three guys like kind of just chatting it up with themselves. And they were kind of talking, also looking at the Coyotes warmups. And here comes Cassian. He's kind of like one handed stick and he's slowly skating around the corner. He, like, looks at these guys that are standing next to me and kind of smiles at him. Then he looks at me and looks at my sign. Obviously, he remembered me. And in the moment, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he looked directly at me through the glass, like, from the other side of the glass. And he, I think he was questioning, like, sign it? Like, he was pretty much asking me, like as quick as possible like do you want me to sign it? and I, I said yes because I had pulled a sharpie out of my pocket to signal because I thought maybe they have some in the back I didn't but at the same time I was like should I throw this over the glass or no but I didn't and I put it right back in my pocket and which I'll get into you but yes I did get a stick from Zach Cassian so and it was his it wasn't like some cheap wooden one it was like one of his actual sticks he uses on the ice so mission fucking accomplished on that one and because, like, again, so, like, when he looked at me, obviously, I couldn't hear him if he was actually talking. He was like, sign it. So, like, I'll just say, mouth, like, sign it. And, like, I'm doing it. So, for any of you watching, you'll see me. I'm, like, just mouthing him, asking the question. 
And I'm like, yes, because I pulled it, put it back in my pocket, and he skated away. And people are looking at me and like, yo, I think he's getting the stick for you. And I'm like, if I get this stick, I'm going to cry. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm trembling. I'm shaking because I'm like so nervously excited at the same time. And I'm waiting a minute. And I'm just waiting and waiting. And he skates back, throws the stick over, I grab it, and I'm like, oh, my God. I was over the moon. It was incredible. And, um, well, I don't, he didn't sign it, which is okay. I'm still happy regardless because that was an incredible moment. I got the stick. And here's the even better part is, um, someone took a, like, someone's like, here, um, hand me your phone. I'll take a picture of you with the stick. And so I did. And like, here's the thing. I usually, when I smile in pictures, I do kind of like a side smirk. I don't really show my teeth because they look like shit. But I was so happy, I didn't care. I did, like, the full-on, like, like curved-in, like, dented-in dimples with my teeth. And, like, when I smile, especially with my eyes, like, they squint. So, like, you can barely see them. But that's how happy I was, because I didn't care. And I took that picture, posted on Twitter, and it was like, I got the stick from Cassian, and I tagged the Coyotes in it, and they're like, bring in the mullet arena to St. Bring in the mullet to St. Louis. We'd love to see it. I got, like, so much feedback and attention, because also that same night at that game for the Coyotes against St. Louis in St. Louis, I showed up on Bally Sports again, sitting in my seat. Unfortunately, the one moment, it was on my phone. So, that sucked. But it is, and I wish they would have shown me on camera while I was wearing my hockey mask, but that's okay. Maybe next time. But, um, yeah, the entire night, that was really cool. So I got the stick from Cassian. Unfortunately, the Coyotes did lose that game in overtime, despite, well, it sucked the Coyotes lost. The Blues also won, so I was happy. Like, it was bittersweet, and I was happy either way. So, there's that. And, obviously, because I've tagged Cassian in some of my Instagram posts before, like, originally when I got that jersey back then um i took i posted the picture on instagram of me holding the stick he had given me um while i was sitting there at warm-ups and i'm like casting absolutely made my night thank you so much for the stick and he liked that post and he commented like glad you enjoyed the night with a fist bump emoji so that really sealed it so some people are like have kind of like, and again, I don't care, but some people have, like, questioned me in person and online, like, chirped me a little bit, like, why the hell would you root for Zach Cassian? And really, it was off of that decision of him getting traded. Had he not gotten traded, none of this would have happened. Legit, that's, like, I just made a quick, instant decision, like, oh, this guy just got traded to the Coyotes. You know what? I'll favorite him and get a jersey. That's where that whole thing began. So he is now furthered even more to be my favorite player on the Coyotes. I'm um, just one of my favorite players in general, especially right now. Like, I call him the GOAT for a reason. I call him the GOAT, Zach Cassian. And Cassian, if you ever listen to this, seriously, thank you for everything. I really appreciate it. And some people will chirp Cassian because they're like, oh, he's not a goal scorer and he hasn't done this or that. And it's like, who cares? He's literally living out his dream and I don't give a fuck. Like, he is my favorite player regardless if he has two goals 14,000 goals it like it doesn't matter to me so like Cassian if you're hearing this I'm like not trying to bring up bad stuff but like just know it's out of love I promise you you are my favorite you are the goat indeed but regardless of anything like he's just seems to be an amazing person 
and the interaction he's given me online and in person has been absolutely incredible. So, like, I don't care what happens, whether he just skates on the ice, doesn't score a goal, or he scores a hat trick, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm gonna root for that man either way. And it, I will, when he retires, I will be heartbroken, because then he won't be on the Coyotes anymore. But still, regardless, Zach Cassian will always be the GOAT, and the number one in my heart. So, that's pretty much that whole thing. Like, especially because it's like, I don't have it hung up on the wall. So, for anyone that's just listening, I have like three jerseys in the back that are Coyotes jerseys hung up just for a display, like to kind of theme the podcast. I've got a Jeff Halpern, a blank 2.0 reverse retro, and then this game issued Max Gerlach jersey. So. Those, for just listening, I'm just kind of describing. So, like, especially because now I've got the uh, Zach Cassian jersey that I bought for myself that he signed. And now I've got one of his sticks. And for anyone that's just listening, but you'll see me point out. So, I, the fanatics.com website had this um, sublimated plaque of Zach Cassian on the Coyotes for, like, 30 bucks, But I had a discount, so I only got it for, like, 15 so yeah, it's just like a big chunk of wood with a plaque on front of it, and it just says Arizona Coyotes, and then it says that cast in the bottom that's got a picture of him on the front, and it's really, really cool. So he, like, people ask me, what's your favorite player currently on the Coyotes? It's Zach Cassian. So, and it will be that until he's no longer a part of the Coyotes, which will be an unfortunate day for me, especially. And especially, like, a lot of people in the Coyotes community online know how much I love the dude because they've now kind of jumped on the train of being like, it's the goat Zach Cassian. Cause so, um, one moment. So unfortunately I missed this and I hate this. So Cassian, again, if you are listening, I'm sorry that I missed this. So when Cassian scored a goal against the New Jersey devils, just back in like early March, roughly or something or early to mid March, um, he scored a goal. I was sleeping during that game. And then I woke up, like, late in the night to my phone just blown up with so many Twitter notifications. Like, why the hell is my phone so blown up? I'm like, oh, because he scored a goal and I missed it. And then I watched the PHNX Coyotes postgame show and everyone's like, where's Altex at? There's so many people in, like, there was, like, so many people in the live chat. And, um, shout out to Pete and Leah being like, oh, where's Altex? They, like, they were expecting me to be there and I wasn't. And I was so upset. So... Yeah, there's that. And the other amazing thing about that is the very next day after that game against New Jersey that Cassian scored against, um, they had Coyote's GM Bill Armstrong on the show. It was like a live Q&A asking about the team and all that. And I sent like a little like what they call super chats on YouTube, like a $5 super chat with a little message. And they read it on stream. And Leah kind of cut, it's like, and, and directly said to Bill Armstrong, like, Altex is the big Zach Cass fan. And he's like, okay. And Pete's like, he's from St. Louis. Oh. And so they got a good chuckle af- after it was like, so happy that Cassian scored. He is indeed goaded. And everyone got a chuckle out of that. But that was, so like, Bill Armstrong kind of knows who I am, or at least knows of me, and knows that my favorite player on the team right now is Zach Cassian. So. Hopefully that motivates him to keep him on the team until he retires. Inevitably. 
but yeah, that's that whole thing. But yeah, to kind of recap this whole thing, um, if you want the truth on the Coyotes, listen to some direct sources and the facts from Arizona-based media that knows what they're talking about, for one. And that experience of this, like this entire season so far, whether it's just interacting with um, friends on the internet, being at that Coyotes home opener and interacting with PHNX Sports has been an absolutely incredible experience to further me as an Arizona Coyotes fan and even furthermore, just an Arizona sports fan in general, like proudly and truthfully for the rest of my life. And I will never not root for these teams ever. I don't care if they get zero wins. I don't care if they get win every game. It doesn't matter. I will root for them always. The Coyotes, the Suns, the Diamondbacks, uh, the Cardinals football, NFL, Arizona Cardinals, um, the Phoenix Mercury, uh, the Phoenix Rising, Arizona State Sun Devils, uh, the Phoenix Rattlers. Like, it doesn't matter. But, um, yes, being an Arizona sports fan is a big part of my life, and I could not be more happy about it. And thank you. So for any of you that I may have mentioned or you were a part of one of these moments I did mention, um, if you are listening, thank you for being a part of my life. Seriously, I cannot thank you enough for everything that you've done, whether it's something you may consider just a little or something you may consider absolutely massive. I've just I'm in a very happy state of mind and this has definitely helped towards it and especially because before i flew out to arizona back in october um of 2022 i was kind of in a low like a low point in my life like physically mentally and being in arizona just even for a few days just being out in the state and then getting to go to my first son's game and my first and the my first coyotes home opener technically um definitely really helped that in like almost like a fucking light switch like snapping my fingers so but yeah again if you want to learn the truth about the coyotes listen to the actual direct sources that are based in arizona that know what the hell's going on um to anyone listening that i may have mentioned or you were a part of that moment even if i didn't mention you thank you for everything and thank you for being a part of my life and changing it for the better and i can't cannot thank you enough for that but uh thank you to deke slayer AC Sports Guy, Premium Bagel, uh, Lindsey Fry, Zach Cassian, uh, the PHNX Sports and PHNX Coyotes crew. If you are listening to this, seriously, thank you for everything. I'm glad to have you a, a part of my life in some way, shape, or form, whether it's little or it's huge. It doesn't matter. You could put that in a PD's Roman read, by the way. But anyways, um, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your support, and I shall see you again soon.